Today's show is sponsored by Fresh Rose Clothing. Get yours today at freshrose.co. Now tune to the other side with BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. It's BOK Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws. In the building is me and Jeff, like Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. Like Ike and Tina. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are the other little combinations? Like, Jordan Pippen. Yeah. You know Jordan Pippen, right? You know what I'm saying? Brett and Owen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, who we got? Elway to, to uh, Shannon Shop. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Marvin Harrison to uh, Peyton. Peyton, Brady to Moss. Yeah. All them good, them good tag tandems. Um, yeah. Speaking of quarterbacks, young, I, so this joint just, it just blows me. That time and time again, they keep going after Kaepernick. Like no! this time for wearing a Fidel Castro shirt with Malcolm X on the jump. Now all these people got a got an issue with Kaepernick and him rocking a shirt and all like that. That's right. Um, you already know. And I, <sighs> one thing is Fidel. Everybody knows Fidel Castro died. Um, what was it on Sunday or what was it? I don't remember the day. It was sometime this week. What? Probably Sunday or sometime sometime very recently. Passed away at what, 90 years old? 91 years old? So the man definitely lived a long long life. Um, And there's a lot of mixed reviews on on Fidel Castro. There's a lot of Cuban people who, you know, don't like Castro for, you know, justified reasons. You know, a lot of lot of Cuban people were oppressed and stuff uh, in that country, and so because of that, they you know they don't like him. And then there's others who you know praise the man or like the man. And from the Western view, you know, there's a lot of propaganda and stuff that's put out there about Castro. Not that he wasn't oppressive, um, you know. I believe I believe he was, but Fidel did other things too. You know what I'm saying? And he was. To some degree, an ally to Malcolm X and, and some of the revolutionary movements that happened um, for for Black people and underprivileged uh, African Americans. Um, he was, you know, he was a, a ally to like people like Malcolm X and 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 Black Panther Party members and stuff like that. Um, and so, you know, it's just interesting hearing all the different uh, opinions about Kaepernick. People are so like. Uh, I guess they have these visceral feelings about Fidel Castro, but these same visceral feelings that they have for Fidel Castro and him being so oppressive, you know, when we start to talk about oppression that's happening within this country, um, then it's just like, you know, why are we talking about that? Or why are you going back to that? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, what? Like, that's cute, man. That's cute. There's no like levels of oppression. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was disheartening for me to hear like, you know, you you turn on sports radio and people 
they they all like criticizing Colin Kaepernick, saying he's ignorant, he doesn't know Fidel, Fidel Castro and, and what the oppressive state was of the Cuban people, you know, in the country. And he may well, not. I'm out, man. You know what I'm saying? But let's not like let's not act like that oppression supersedes the oppression that happens within this country. You know what I'm saying? There's innocent, you know, unarmed black African-Americans getting slaughtered in the streets. You know what I'm saying? With the gun to their face. That's a form of oppression. It's just, yeah. it's just systematic. And I just, yeah, I it guess, just, it I just mean, I guess, I guess the thing about it is, it's a situation where, you know, one could come off as a hypocrite. That's, that's how you have to look at it. Because if, like obviously you're going to fight for your people as one should um but if you just the basic premise of not believing in oppression then you shouldn't be happy with it no matter what uh group of people that it happens to and so that's where you know people come in and have the issue with the shirt i mean it's the same token if you look at you know um some of the things that donald trump says like whether you believe he's racist or not, or whether you believe he said those things to uh, play to uh, the fears of society. I mean, in, in either case, um, you know, one, you know, can say, look, I don't really support him point blank period because of those things he said. Or if he has other agendas that, you know, fit your needs, then you kind of look past those. So I think that's the issue. Um, you know, that people kind of have with Colin Kaepernick and, you know, uh, because on the one hand, like I said, you can always look at a person's uh, pros and their cons, but like, what is their con to their pro? What? Like, Mm. and so when you look at Fidel Castro, you could say he did these, uh, you know, these such and such good things that you might point to, but what he did in comparison, that's what that's what you know. A lot of people have an issue with, and you can't. Yeah. You kind of got to look at it like that. Yeah, nah, I, I I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not here defending the man, but I know that you know whenever there's people outside of the United States that don't that doesn't uh, appease you know United States rule, then you know they're deemed castaways and they're made to look and seem a certain way that they're not. You know what I'm saying? You know, Malcolm X was one of those people. A lot of these revolutionaries, Fred Hampton, who the CIA was after his, you know what I'm saying? When they decided he was the bad guy, they went in and just murdered the Bama, you know what I'm saying? And Fidel Castro, this Bama had 634 attempts on his life. Oh, that's crazy. The US, the CIA was after this man, something serious. And they were trying to take him out by any means. And for him to like be able to survive all of that and get past all Cannot of that, win with him. you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's kind of crazy. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy story. Um, but uh, you got any thoughts? Aaron, Aaron, you just joined us like James Harden when he was with OKC. No, I mean, I, I was watching, uh, I, can't, I don't think it was first take, but um, one of the shows earlier and uh, one of the white guys was talking about how ignorant Colin Kaepernick was and saying regardless of whatever the good things he did with education and um, education and healthcare, that he was like a mass murderer and all this other kind of stuff and nobody wants to celebrate his life. And 
the question I have is how is he any different than any of these forefathers yeah. that these white folks get choked up about? And like people like to pick and choose, you know what I mean, who's the bad guy and who's not, but the storyline is the same. Whether it's in Cuba, America, wherever you go, the storyline is always the same. So you don't get to, you can't use these sweeping blanket statements for people that are considered enemies of the United States, but then turn around and try to turn a blind eye to all the evil stuff that George Washington and the rest of those guys that they love so much um, have done while celebrating, you know what I mean, some of the good things. Gotti! 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 You know what I mean? Some of the good things in their eyes that they've done. That, that's all I'm saying. Even playing field. I'm not saying that the dude need to be, you know, memorialized and given, you know, all this different stuff. Uh-huh. But let's not, like, act like there's not oppression here. Let's not act like in the 60s they didn't have dogs unleashed on African-Americans, uh, that they didn't put guns in the face of African-Americans, that they still don't put guns in the face of African-Americans as a form of oppression. And, you know... It, is happening still. So that's right. You already know. Cuba, United States of America, different places in the world. Um, you know, oppression is wrong all across the board. And I just, you know, it, it hurts me that this man wears a shirt and they going all bent out of shape. But they are who we but thought nobody's they were. been out of shape about all these other issues that are occurring in our world that are unjust, unfair. Um, you know, yeah, it, it, it's just crazy to me. It's, it's crazy to me, but we're not going to damper the day. We're not going to damper the day. We're going to keep it moving. Uh, jail time. My man, Darren Sharper, 20-year sentence starts. Crazy, dog. No! So, so, did you see the Did you see the jail picture that they got of him? No, oh, the Bama lost like Bama lost like forty pounds, young. He looked like me out there, <laughs> skinny dog. They got that Bama on Weight Watchers or something, dog, because he, he ain't had a good meal. He's an idiot. Know if he even ate Thanksgiving no, listen, or not. Young. They saying he's not coming out to twenty thirty four. Can't do it. That's the first time he sniffed daylight twenty thirty four. That's crazy, dog. This thing ten years ago, this Bama was on the field striking. Yeah. Clashing helmets. Now this man in jail. Him and Aaron Hernandez, you know, bunk mates. Crazy. That's life, man. Uh, I could flip. (laughs) For some people. Can't do it. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Um, Walking Dead. Me and Jeff was talking about it too. He, 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 them Batman's too far away off the. You on season three, man. You got to get caught up, dog. Cause it just, it just, the storyline where it's at right now, it just, it's so crazy how they got there. And now, um, you know, for those, spoiler alert, just no! prepare you. So, you know, it's part of the group that's broke off from the main group. And they actually found this island that has all these women on it that Negan basically murked off the whole, all the men in there, like with their people. So it's just all women on this island. But they got guns, they got food supplies, they got a rack of stuff. But the girl who found the jump, she's like finally got back to her 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 crew. And they're asking her, like, you know, is there anything out there? Is there anybody that can help us? And she she kind of feels obligated to keep that island a secret, or whatever. But we know how the story goes. Eventually that jump's gonna come out. It's gonna come out eventually. 
that there's an island that has supplies and guns and food and all that stuff. And hopefully they can team up to fight against need and stuff like that. So I just go ahead. I just, you don't even have to watch the episode. I ruined it for you. Uh, we joined now by uh, head men's basketball coach, WAU Washington Venice University, my man Patrick Crary. Good to have What's you, bro. What's good, man? Glad are. to be back. Glad to be back. I, I know you've been grinding, dog, uh, setting a precedent with uh, WAU off to an amazing start of the season, eight and zero. Did you did you ever imagine that y'all would be the eight and zero? You know what I'm saying before the season started? Absolutely not. Uh, Though we had a lot of seniors and we had some some really good players coming back, and I had questions about our togetherness, our willingness to you know sacrifice, unselfishness, and the guys have proved to me that they can get it done. I mean, proved to each other, they proved to everybody I mean, that, that they want to do it for each other and not just themselves. Yeah, so you guys had got the eight no start. How do you keep you guys motivated to continue to, to continue the street? Well, because we're at WAU and we get disrespected every day. I mean, that's just the way of life. Yeah. I mean, we're just we, we're disrespected every day, and um, we use it as motivation. You know, you know, I took the job at WAU because nobody wanted me. Um, I recruited them to my school because nobody wanted them. So uh, keeping that chip on our shoulder keeps us together. I mean, the NAIA rankings came out today. Uh, we beat the number five team in the nation at their place. We are up 20 with three minutes to go, one by 12, and we didn't get ranked, and they're ranked number 18. So, um, you know, the fact that we didn't get ranked with one of the best schedules in the country and beating the daylights out of people, you know, the disrespect just keeps getting worse and worse. But, you know, we use it as motivation to keep getting better. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. That, I'm sure that's that's definitely good motivation. You know, what I'm saying being an underdog, and, and the fact that you guys have beat, you know, some 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 formidable teams, I'm sure just increases that chip on your shoulder. Uh, talk about some of some of the guys on your team, some of the, the veteran leadership. You go, you got Elliot Meredith and, and Brian Bridgeforth. Like, talk about those guys and what they, they mean for for the success of the team. It all starts with Tyrus Fleetwood and Eric Lindsay, honestly. I mean, mm. they've been here for four years. They were the star recruiting class that when we gutted our whole team four years ago and said we're going to go young, we went after those two first. And um, it's a heart and soul. I mean, Eric Lindsay, nobody wants to win more than he does. I mean, he sacrificed so much. He was the leading scorer as a freshman and the leading scorer as a sophomore. And now he's the fourth leading scorer and he's the leading defender on the team. He couldn't guard me one-on-one ever. He couldn't guard anybody. <laughs> and now he's just changed because he just wants to win. Cyrus Fleetwood is a rock, great character kid. Um, does whatever I ask of him, comes through in the clutch. Um, and then, you know, Elliot Merritt has done a good job, you know, towards ACL, was able to bounce back from that. And this year has increased his scoring. And now he's starting to become... You know, a reliable score, something that we knew he always could do, could be. And then, I mean, if you ask me, I mean, Brian Bridgeport is probably the best NAI player in the country. I mean, six foot ten. He's number two in the nation in rebounds, leads the nation in blocks, and he's averaging twenty two points a game. I mean, he's just a game changer. Nobody can guard him. Mm. He's, he's 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 the real deal. He's a pro. I mean, he's just a definite pro. That's what's up, no. That's what's up. Man, it, it's just so good to hear 
you know, WAU has success. Yeah. Um, you know, coming from WAU, you know, like I said, I always got just a special place in my heart, repping them, making sure that they get, you know, the notoriety that they deserve. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys have earned it. You work hard. I mean, I know you putting in long hours. I know these kids have been just working their tails off and now, you know, be stepping in the success that they work so hard for. It's just, you know, uh, it's just a blessing. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's something that I enjoy watching and I'm sure you being a part of it, you know, you know, when you look back, you know, 20 years from now, just seeing this, you know, you're just gonna uh, have good memories, you know what I'm saying? So uh, definitely keep keep up the good work. You know what I'm saying? I, I know y'all got a game, what, December 3rd, I think? Yeah, we got a game on Saturday night, home game, man. We want everybody to come as possible. I mean, yeah. you know, we haven't played at home since the 8th of November. Um, we've done a lot of good things and it'll be really good for the guys to have, you know, as much support as possible. You know, the girls play at six and we play at eight. We're also going to have a thousand point ceremony because, you know, we got Eric Lindsay, Tyrus Fleetwood, and Brian Sprickforth, all thousand point scorers now. So we're going to do a little ceremony for them before the game. Um, it should be nice. That's what's up, You know, show some more love for yeah, we'll be ready to go. I mean, we're, we're looking forward to it, playing a good East City team. Um, we already got them early in the year, so they'll be ready. Uh, you know, CIAA, they'll have their fans, they'll have their D.C. people there. So we, we got to be ready to play, got to be focused on the game. Good stuff, good stuff. So before I let you go, you know I got to hit you up. What do you think? How was your Thanksgiving, man? You see them scans in the, the Dallas Cowboys, oh how God. that went oh, down? You, you, you might want to go back to the tape for the last time I was here. And I was telling you, that I met my man Kirk Cousins is the real deal. So, nah, Bob. The last time I was here, I told you he was the real deal. Kirk Cousins has amazing character. He works hard. If you have good character and you work hard and you have talent, you cannot lose. I mean... He's, he has all those three things. And so, um, you know, I like my skins. I think, you know, we learned some things in the Dallas game. I mean, our defense is still our defense, but you know, we did some good things in the game. You know, I, I think that we had some, some, some coaching issues in the game, you know, mm-hmm. that, that are going to plague us if we don't get the coaching stuff taken care of in terms of, you know, possessions, field goals, you know what I mean? onside kick with eight minutes to go. I mean, it was just some things I just didn't think. I'm not a football coach, but, I mean, I still understand mm-hmm. clock management. So, um, yeah. but, you know, I think we could be good. I think we're a scary team in the playoffs. I think, you know, somebody might get that four seed, you know. The, the Detroit Lions don't want to see us again. They know that they got, we gave them the game when they played against us. Um, mm. and, and that being said, I know this, I mean, well, Seattle's a tough place to be, but I don't think Seattle and Dallas want to see us. They know we can score 30 any game. So, you know, as long as we can get in, got to get this game on Sunday versus Arizona. We get in, we get in. We're gonna be a lot of people's dark horses if we can stay healthy. Yeah, nah, I, I, I'm with you though. We we'll see if they can get in though. That's that's the question right now. They they retain that last spot in the, for the playoffs, and if they can hold on to it, then you know they might might have some life. And I'm with you. The offense does does pose a threat to opposing teams. But we we gonna see, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? You know how the season go. Uh, well, man, gonna hold you up, man. Appreciate you taking the time to just just chat with us. Definitely, uh, we're gonna support the team. I'll be there. You know, Saturday to the, the, the rep the mob and the squad. Um, you know, much continued success to you. And yeah. you know, we we support you, Young City. Support you, WAU Sports, man. Let's go, champ.
appreciate it. We're going to keep working out here and try to earn our stripes for everybody. So um, definitely appreciate you showing love. They were trying to have some other media outlets uh, talk to us lately. So, you know, as the guys keep working and they keep doing it for each other and not themselves. You know, we're, we're going we're gonna to be... We're going to be pretty good, uh, you know, for the whole season. So I, I look forward to January and February. I try to try to enjoy the moment, enjoy the journey. But honestly, I just cannot wait to get to February. I just want to be there already. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, hopefully y'all get some tournament time this year. And, and uh, you know, I'm looking forward to just nothing but the best coming out of uh, Washington Adventist University, dog. So good luck to you. Uh, and I'll holler at you, man. Thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate you, bro. We'll talk soon. Thank you, guys, who tune in to the BLK Sports 980 podcast, representing the DMV. Right quick, just want to encourage you to please subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Make sure you also follow us at BLK Sports 980 on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. You can even email us your thoughts, show topics, and more at BLKSports980 at gmail.com. Last but not least, let's spread this word. Now back to our show. Y'all heard Eric Dickerson? They 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 kicked my man off the Rams sideline. What? Like he can't even stay with the Rams sideline because apparently he criticized the team too much. But that's his job. How about the team do better? Jeff Fisher calling former players talking about, yeah, we're not gonna support your organization. We we don't want you on the sideline. You criticize like. I can't wait till they fire his sorry ass. I'm so sick of Jeff Fisher. <laughs> Where do you get off telling Eric Dickinson he can't come on the Rams sideline? Where? This Batman Jeff Fisher. This is Trash, you, know, you talk about protection for the complexion. That Batman is exhibit A, dog. Because this Batman doesn't, he don't deserve to be on the sideline as the head coach. Look, they said huh? that I, they said that he won, um, I think it's uh he had one loss away from securing uh, his record 15th season of below or at 500. <laughs> so that, that'll go ahead and uh, tell you all you need to know. Like we said, he got pitches. He got pitches on staying cronky in there, man. Got to. Got to. Because this Bama just keeps recycling trash, young. This Bama, he the type of Bama go wear a shirt, go in that, throw it in the hamper, and then go get the joint the next day out the hamper and then put the joint on and wear it to work again. <laughs> it's recycling trash, dog. Terrible. Um, uh, how would, yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah? How would y'all Thanksgiving? It was good? It was fine. You, 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 you was cooking? Yeah. That's what's up, dog. You use the grill, you pull the grill out, or you just no, no, old fashioned? No. <laughs> I think that's what I'm gonna do next time, though. I'm tired of cooking the same stuff over and over every year. <laughs> no, so 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 how was it watching the the Dallas Cowboys manhandle the Washington Redskins? Come on, dog. That's, that's what they did. They manhandled them. You know, once you throw in the garbage time stats, then it looks like things were a lot closer than it really was. But you know how that go. Yo, every time the Dallas Cowboys needed to score and, but, and, like, and the Redskins needed to stop, the Dallas Cowboys said, get out of here with that funny business. That's Y'all because, can't stop us. That's because the defense is suspect, which I called out. Like the offense was in the first what? half when they couldn't get touchdowns in the red zone? 
I mean, they kept the, they kept the game close. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, uh, like, I mean, no. you, like, but you, but see, my thing is like to me at times it makes it seem like y'all just don't watch football, and I what? say that from the standpoint that that don't it, make sense. Nobody you know, I, why don't you let me let? Why don't you Bro, let me? What are you talking about, man? All right, go ahead, go ahead, explain. Let me hear. Yeah. You. So, go ahead, like if you see. Like basically that the offense has to be perfect. The field goal kicker missed two field goals. Like he missed one in the first half from a, a, a range that any NFL kicker should make. I believe it was 43 yards. Now in the 55 yard one, I mean, okay, that's understandable. But that, you know, he missed those. But like I said, no offense is perfect all the time. Like how much, there are going to be times that you And half? when you have to be perfect every Six time points. to score, they, they were in, they, they in were, a half. They were, Aaron, they, it happens. They were in the game. Where, where the, was the game over? The, the Cowboys have a terrible ass defense. What the hell you mean? Six points in the first half is egregious against the it, Cowboys' it, defense. It's not being perfect. It's, it's they the, choke it's the, in the red it's, zone. The it's same the N- that they always do in the big game. It's the NFL. It's the NFL. Look, so y'all, the Cowboys is, like you're not gonna like you're not gonna talk nothing about how the D didn't stop them not one single time. The D. So as a quarterback. Or any offense, you have to score every single time. So, so this is so this the so this Cowboys is, this punted is, two times in the entire game. So this is this is what I'm gonna say. The punted once. This is the bottom line. From what you what the what I'm hearing from fans and everybody saying that that the defense was the Achilles heel that caused Kurt and the offense to not be able to win this game because the yeah. defense basically could not get it done. Now, in my estimation. If you're going to be willing to pay someone, right, at, at the top upper echelon of quarterbacks or pay him as much as you're going to pay Aaron Rodgers or uh, Tom Brady or one of the other quarterback. Y'all be killing me with this. Like, the y'all defense can't be the excuse. You can't. Bama's get, Bama's get money they the don't escape, deserve. Though. You have to pay based on the market. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers, Sway. Kanye. I've been doing like, this I'm more than you. It is what it is. He's going to get the money. Yeah. So, and, and so, a, what, okay. Name a quarterback. So, so, uh, name a quarterback. That's why the, the Redskins will never win anything because that's the way they And that's why. And the because, management because, because, these fans because they are just okay I'm, with name name a uh name name who y'all want because I mean Kurt I mean nothing's gonna be nothing's good enough for y'all like over the twenty one no, games forty four touchdowns not, and twelve not, twelve what interceptions I'm saying, I don't know what y'all want him to do football. what I'm saying is I don't those have stats. my fantasy football team that means nothing and those, he won the division last year we're fourth in the entire NFC it, right now the division the game was last year. boy if you don't get Say what the division was the division trash. trash they but played green they home and he got the ass tossed up. He won the Come division on, with the winning record. He won the division yeah. with the winning record. The division yeah, was you're not. You're not. If if you're gonna you tell it. me that the defense <laughs> is the Achilles heel, but you, yet you're gonna pay him the most money, which is no, not gonna I'm, allow I'm, you to I'm improve your terrible. defense. I'm, I'm you're not gonna be able to improve money. your defense, paying, so I'm you're paying stuck. The money. I'm paying him the money based on performance. He's doing his job. The defense did their job. If Josh Norman didn't punch that ball out. They they arguably would have lost the week before as well because the D didn't stop Green Bay until that final drive. Like the defense hasn't been playing well. Like I, like I said that, and like I told you, they blew the game against Detroit after he listen, after so, he gave them the lead with forty five seconds. The D blew that game. The defense so, isn't playing well. Kurt is performing. Whoa, 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 whoa! Now the defense 
So I've been said that. Been, check the no, check. No, 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 no. We talking about we talking about over podcasts for the last couple of weeks. We've been talking about how well the defense was playing. I haven't. Now, I haven't. Playing well. I, I, I so the defense the wasn't playing well. Y'all, y'all have been on the defense. I haven't been. For some reason, Look, y'all can't. I'm gonna just say this. You can't stop nobody. It's I don't. I'm gonna just say this. It's excuse. I'm gonna say this. For not getting wins in big games, and they're gonna re-sign him, and they're gonna be losers like they always have been. So who, who, the who, who, and so who we the gonna first get? Round. You want us? You want us to get Russell Wilson? You, you want it's us to get? No, Russell it's not. It's not. It's not about getting. It's not about getting Russell Wilson. You want? It's about losing ass. You want Lamar Jackson making excuses? I'm, so, I'm, so this I'm is talking this about is the his thing. performance. He's performing. This is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. People will say that they, like, if you don't sign Kurt, you can't get nothing else or you can't. Well, that's what, I mean, up until Dallas Cowboys, they didn't know Dak Prescott was major key to success. The guy, you know what I'm saying? They thought Tony Romo was as good as it got, and clearly he's not. Uh, I'm just like this. If the defense is the problem why Kurt can't win or win in these big games, then by signing him to a big boatload of money doesn't help that problem. You're always going to have that problem. And don't let Kirk Cousins lose weapons and then you're asking him to compensate for an offense that has less weapons and then doesn't have a defense. You're 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 not gonna win anything. It's a reason, Harold. It's a reason why Drew Brees puts up those numbers in the defense. They 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 haven't been in the playoffs because their defense isn't good enough. It's two sides of the the football field, and like I don't I don't understand how like I'm saying like in my world like Kurt should you know he should he shouldn't take the most of what he can get to leave money. Like the reason why the the Patriots are good because Brady does take less. He's never been the highest paid QB, as even though he's the best. But that's that's because they have that system. So ideally, I don't want him to take that. I would like him but, to take something, leave but, something on the table, but still but get you, paid. But, you, but he's but been you, performing. You know, you know why else, but you know why else Brady does that? Because he knows he's gonna have a chance at a Super Bowl. That's right. You already know. A legitimate chance at a Super Bowl every, every year. year. The yeah, Redskins with Kirk but, Cousins. But it, all I hear is excuses. Hurts, when we lose these big games, and all the I way, hear is excuses. Kurt's mind and the way he's playing, I'm sure he believes that if you give them a defense and the way that offense has been playing, they have a, 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 a chance just as good as anybody else. Hey, Harold, I'm going to read it, something to you. Just let me read something to you right quick. Yeah. So the Redskins gave up 31 against the Cowboys. Right? Yeah. They gave up 24 against the Packers. Yeah. 20 against the Vikings. Yeah. 27 in overtime against the Bengals. Yeah. 20, oh, yeah, 20 against the Lions. Yeah. 20 against the Eagles. Yeah. And 10 against the Ravens. Yeah. Those joints are antiquated. They gave up a touchdown in 45 seconds. They gave up a touchdown in 45 seconds to the Lions. We're not going to pretend like this is they the, gave, the Saints They defense. gave up a touchdown. And for, ever since that Lions game, the defense For the yeah. sorry ass. I, Kirk Cousins, who cannot right. close in big games. They're going to lose in the first Listen. round. Come on, chill out. You bro. ain't got the answers. Relax. You ain't got the answers. Bro, I'm asking you You ain't question. been doing the education. Bro, you ain't Listen, been doing the education. All I'm going to say is this. Man, y'all, I don't know why y'all don't root for the Cowboys, man. Go jump on. Bro, I'm not rooting for the Cowboys. I'm just saying. I'm just calling, like I said. At the end of the man, first too. half, there was bad time. I just disagree. I mean, I don't have nothing left to say on the subject, to be honest with you. So this is a conversation that y'all two can have amongst yourselves. So so again, to finish my statement that I started, does that sound like the defense is giving up ridiculous amounts of points to you, Harold? 
10, 20, 20, 27, 20, 24. That's not egregious. Nah, bro. That's it, not it, the it, Saints it. defense. That's not the Cowboys defense. Come on, man. Stop it. I, I, all I'm saying is that if the defense is going to be the blame or the defense is going to be the scapegoat, like, that's not going away. It's not all going the, away. All the money is on offense. They got $10 million in Pierre Garçon. Yeah. $10 million in Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. $10, or 10 or 15 in uh, Reed. Yeah. And $20 million in the quarterback. I don't want to hear yeah. it. Like, the football team is built for the offense to carry the team. Go sit there and pretend like it's 50-50 and the defense is giving up like 20 points. Against. Stop. Yeah. It's an excuse. That's, a, guess, that's another guess, good point. I guess y'all don't watch it's the game excuse. because... Because because apparently, like the week before it didn't happen, it's the NFL. Every I team thought, out there is competing. You I know what I'm saying? Not. So you, they're not going to go 16 and 0. He, like, Kirk Cousins <laughs> has been performing at the quarterback position. That's Dude, what I That's know. not what we're saying. What, what happened was initially the conversation point was the offense choked in the first half, and you proceeded to make excuses and explain why it's the defense's fault. Nobody said it was the offense wasn't performing. You decided no. to make an excuse for their performance in the first half. That's how the whole conversation it's, went. It's like. two, but every, but but it's two, it's two halves to a game, though, Aaron. That's what I don't understand. I can't. Like, it like everybody's gonna be perfect zero. in both halves every game. They Sometimes I can't work like they that. They zero in when, the third. We cannot make decisions that cost the team, and then come off the sideline and it's nonchalant. Look, a lot on the chat, people were getting on me because they were saying that I was assigning. Blame the Kirk Cousins. They were like, "How can you assign blame to so so crazy that you're assigning blame to Kirk Cousins when he's playing great?" No, the real issue I have is that people are content with Kirk Cousins playing at the level that they played at and still losing. They didn't uh, win. He didn't I, I throw wanted, for four hundred and they won. Like I, they I don't, threw for four hundred and they lost. I don't know who you're referring to. I wanted the W, but what I'm saying is like Kirk Cousins played well enough to to win that game it wasn't because of him that the game was lost so that's where i i disagree with you that's what i felt like if anybody were anybody else was on this from the chat i believe they all would speak to that so that's yeah. where we had the disagreement well that's what we happy with a because, loss. because i, I thought because, we could beat the cowboy because I, I i i'm just saying like this i assert as much blame when stuff goes wrong with the with the packers who who gets the blame? We know their defense is trash, but the first thing name come out the mouth is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rod- that's what happens. It's just uh, it's unfortunate, but that's what that comes with the territory. Because he wants the big money, this can't go. My thing, but Harold, but you gotta understand, like as all of us on this show can do, like I'm sure we can watch a game and say like like when Aaron Rodgers lost to the Skins, like he played well enough for them to win that game, but they didn't win. But Trash, when he plays bad, like, you know, I'm going to say he played bad. We're all going to say he's played bad. That doesn't, like, the two things, they like they can be separate. And so that's that's all I'm saying. Like, I want the victory. I want to win. Like, I'm not for I'm not for losers. Like, I, any anybody I like, anything, you know what I'm saying, that I attach my name to or that I want to attach my name to is winning. So I'm, I'm certainly... You know, wasn't good with an L because I thought we should have beat them or we could beat them. And so, like, all I was saying is I felt you was blaming it all on Kurt, and I just disagree with that. Okay, so let's 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 slide to another part of it. And since we talk about the defense, Josh Norman, Des Bryant, they feud. Uh, 
at what was Josh Norman salty? Because there's essentially did have a, a decent game. He did not score a touchdown, but he had a decent game. He made big plays down the stretch that really mattered. What was Josh Norman being salty, trying to fight him after the game, threw his towel? I mean, or was that just with him. Josh Can't Norman being Josh him. Norman? Can't do it. I want winners. I'm, I'm, I'm a little over the antics at this point. I mean, <clears throat> that kind of, uh, you know, that's a part of who he is, though. Like, like um, you know, that's who he was before the money. So, you know, it's certainly not going to really change now that, you know, he has the money. So, like, I feel you because if if, if we're, like, consistently winning and we become one of the top teams consistently in the NFC or, you know, in the division over his tenure here, then I'm sure, like, nobody wouldn't really trip, but it's his first year. Like, we we lost the game. You know, just just let it be that. So, I don't know what was exchanged. I, I don't it think... It is more about um, them I obviously came out that Norman, Norman was swelling. Because Dez didn't actually say those. But I think what he was trying to say, he was speaking like in terms of like a euphemism. And like, but the media pressed him on and then he kind of went with it. And so, um, you know, but yeah, I mean, the antics, especially when you lose, is not a good look. Same type of situation that the Giants were dealing with with Odell earlier in the year. So, I mean, I kind that's kind of where it is with, 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 with Norman. Yeah. No, oh, man. I just, I, I don't know, man. Redskins still holding that last playoff spot, and they're not out of it. So, you know, it would be a shame. And I think it really hurts Kirk if they don't end up making the playoffs and they end up, you know, on the outside looking in. Um, I truly believe in order for him to really command the money that he's asking or he wants, they have to make the playoffs. In a year where they have enough to do it that's going to have to happen um, in order for him to have the leverage that he's looking for um, Washington Wizards creeping on the come up at 6-10 right now Bradley Bill playing for that money is they is they are they going to get the 41-41 and 41? I told you that's that's the goal 41-41 they ain't got no thoughts on the Wizards they not I gave my thoughts two week, uh, last week or the week before, <laughs> and it ain't gonna change. Cannot win with them. Hey, uh, hold on. Did, 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 are, are they going? Is is Sacramento going to steal John Wall from us? You ain't see the report. Did they say that Sacramento basically was talking about a trade for John Wall or something? Who they gonna yeah, give us? Well, that uh, yeah. Nah, cause the, like Cousins was like uh, we've all thought about playing together someday. You know, I would love for uh, you know. John to come here in Sacramento, but then like the next day or like later on, like John Wall said the same thing, but then he said, "But have Boogie come here because yeah. like they said they want to play with the th- uh them two and then Eric Blesso because you know all of them were at Kentucky together, but that wouldn't happen. But anywho, oh, so these guys so, playing team tug of war. Yeah, I mean. Do you think the G are the GMs even listening to to them, that this fodder, this talk behind the scenes, or they just like just think all players just want to play together? Because when Miami was talking, when Dwayne Wade and was talking at me and LeBron and Chris Bosh 
like the mamas listen. They were like, oh, bet. You know, let's see if we can make it happen. And they caught up, you know what I'm saying, and they made it happen. Right. Are they listening? Do they hear this fodder? Do they hear it? Or they just I mean, ignoring it and they going to keep that garbage roster on the court? It's nothing they could do, though. Like, players can... Uh, there's no tampering rule for players, so players can talk openly like this. And we know in basketball, the players have the control. So if when they become a free agent, like you know, they can go wherever they want as long as obviously that team can sign them. And the thing is, who become a, team, a free agent first? Um, between cousins, cousins, cousins and, and Wall. Yeah, cousins is a free agent after next year, so I believe that would be. Uh, actually, John might be after this year. Yeah, this is it for John, I think. Yeah, so Cousins is... Oh. So John, John's first then. and Because Cousins is next. Dang. So, well, Rhapsody in the basement. He gone. I mean... <laughs> he ain't yeah, going to Sacramento, though. Believe that. They gave, they gave that Sacramento. bread to uh to Bradley Bill. And it's like, you know, it. now you sealed it. Like, so we going to have both of them bombers making $260 million plus million for those two? Goodness. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I would have rather had John John Wall out of the two of them. But, like I said, we already just signed Bradley Bill. So, I don't know. I don't know about both of them. Well, Bradley trying to earn his checks. He definitely trying to earn his checks. Yeah, someone he, uh, he was cooking last something. night. Yeah, and speaking to that, like, like you were saying, uh, as far as uh, them coming together, like Boogie, Boogie want the ball like how Bill be wanting the ball. That's kind of how they've had some of their riff. Like Bill to be thinking he want the ball more. Obviously, John, John, John still be dominating the ball, you know, as the point guard. Like, and so that's the type of point guard he is. So if Cousins come there, like. Well, I mean, I know they played together one year and they remain friends, but like I don't know, would that be? Would would you think he would defer even more to Cousins versus how he has to build? I feel like when you playing with sorry niggas, it's a th- he's like, man, I'm not deferring to no other sorry Bama. Like, if you feel like you got a chance to go in the East, yeah. I feel like they'll figure it out. Like if so you had you Demarcus think- Cousins, Bill, and Wall on the same team, I feel like they would figure it out. So you they got to figure it out. Do you think, do you think that uh, that that Wall think Bill was sorry, though? I don't feel like Wall... Nah, I don't think he's sorry. sorry. But he knows he's not aggressive, and he knows he has the mindset more similar to Westbrook, where it's like, if I don't put it on my back, we just going to be fiddling around under 500. Wall knows he's the best player on the team, and I feel like with the way that Bill's been playing lately, Wall has more confidence in him because it seems like mm-hmm. not only is Bill mm-hmm. playing better, but they're playing better together. Like, well, I see where Wall will look off other people and be looking for Bill constantly during the game when Bill is yeah. aggressive Let's to make a shot. Right. Yeah, I see that too. I see, I see the confidence Wall has in Bill growing as Bill, like, asserts himself with that, that killer mentality. You know what I'm saying? And, like we be forgetting the Bama Bradley Bill only 25 years old like you know what I'm saying like 24 25 so we expecting him to act like and be a grown man when he's still kind of like you know a kid this is his first year out of college you know what I'm saying but he's he's definitely uh he's definitely progressed at least from what I've seen in these last couple of weeks, he came out from that injury like I'm tired of Bama's talking about me. He must have heard the show or something. Heard his girlfriend going in on him. 
because the Batman now he's he he looks like he wants to take and assert you know I what mean, I'm saying all, all this is fine and dandy but <laughs> but the thing is like we're talking about over long stretches like can you can you maintain this like that's what the best players do they are consistent over a full season and they're available yeah. so like I mean I don't think anybody questioned that Bill could do it I mean we've seen how he's played in the playoffs in years past but the thing is he's he's either always hurt or like he settles for the jumper and he don't really shoot as great a percentage as people uh, believe he does I feel and you know and, and a lot of that is the fact that he's not aggressive and he will settle so but like I said, we've all seen that he has has it, but I just need to see that he can do it over the course of a season and beyond. I mean, he's making max dollars at this point, so I don't think that's too much to ask, man. It's not too much. I mean, Boogie Cousins can definitely do it. That band was in here looking like game on rookie. He was frying our squad, dog. Um yeah, I hope I hope he can, young. I hope I hope I hope he can. Uh Bradley Bill keep keep this momentum going. Him and Wall be able to at least be attractive to bring other talent in. If nothing else, you wanna cook, you want them to cook as a unit so that you can say, like, we have this. You know what I'm saying? They were a fourth seed or they were a third seed when nobody expected them to be an eighth seed. And, you know, they did this. Similar to what Kyle Lowry and uh, uh, DeMar DeRozan doing in Toronto. They not really that good. It's just them two Bamas put in work. That's Let's it. Especially so, DeRozan. And that's what I said. I think I said this on like an older podcast, man. I think like oftentimes like GMs or fans or, you know, like uh, like the fans to like our level, like a knowledge, like we let players off the hook too often. Like... Now- if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. We don't say like, oh, who actually got better over the summer? Like, we don't see those because I feel like this is LeBron. Everybody polarized LeBron. Yeah, I mean, I feel as though if players got better, that would elevate their team. I mean, like, it's been proven. Even like with Golden State, the way they became uh, a team, they were only able to get that at level when Steph Curry and then Klay Thompson elevated their game along with them playing together in that yeah. they were So, like, and they were together. So, just like you said, DeRozan and uh, Larry, like, you've seen them get better. You've seen DeRozan, like, put in that work over the summer. Like, it's players that were supposed to be good and are supposed to be good, but I feel like they're not, you know, living up to their end of the bargain like a Paul George um, Giannis is still young and I'm, I'm definitely seeing him improve but I think if players get better then I think the teams will get better mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm with you I, I need them to get better and if if Bradley Bill ends this season uh, 25 plus more points uh, average then I would consider that to be better um, in, in my eyes and shoot over 40% I would consider that to be better um, I would say I would say like at least forty four. You know what I'm saying? Because he always hovers like 41, 42, 40. 
I, I won't I won't even I won't even put the stipulation on him that tough if he if he averaged over 25. No, I'm just saying the volume, I'm saying volume of shots. I just want this Bama shooting and and, and I don't want other Bama's on the team shooting. I mean, outside of Otto Porter. Yeah. I just I don't really care as much as the percentage as I care about him shooting the ball and being aggressive. Yeah. I feel like his percentage is going to be anywhere between 40 and 45 by default. But if he's only taking a, a short number of shots, that don't help the team. If he's only taking 10 shots in a game and he over, he's 48%, that don't help the team. He got to take at least 15 to 20 shots in my book each night uh, and yeah, be looking I mean, for I, a shot. I, I, I only say that due to the fact that, like I said, a lot of the reasons in my eyes that his percentage is low is because of this, you know, he settles for just shooting jumpers. When he can get in, he can do mid-range, he can do more stuff, which would by default have his percentage higher and he can shoot free throws. And so, you know, when you're basically being more efficient. So I want I want the I want the attempts there as well, but I want them to be, like I said, not him just settling for shooting jumpers like, you know, he's an all-time great three-point shooter or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, he got well, how many games left? Sixty-eight, something like that. I don't know. I mean, I'm a math bad dog, bro. Uh, he got he got a lot of games to get get it right and and, and be producing. Uh, well. A couple things going on around the league. Peterson, Alabama's taking steps forward to returning. Um, he's running around at vice practice. Does that even? I mean, he he's not on a, a fantasy roster nowhere right now. So you suck, big fella. I mean, do you even think he should be trying to come back? Nah, dog. He know his time limited. He might have what two years left max after this. He might have two weeks left after this. Yeah, that that two years, yeah, that's like you said, maybe that's a stretch, like the way it's been looking lately. So he want to get as many games yeah. in as possible, I guess. At this point, Mister Wood, do he do he still have yeah, years just left on that his whole knee. I thought they just re up really? him to get him to uh, when they pissed him off, like after they had him uh, sit out that year. I thought they like guaranteed uh, the last two years of his contract or something like that. Yeah, I think they got him for two years, at least two. Or do you want to marginalize me till I'm out of my moment? They're going to get, they're going to run him till the wheels fall off, dog. They he got a, He an old, he a 97 Caprice. They're going to, they're going to keep putting gas in him and everything, dog, to get that bam on the field. Trust and believe, you know. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Russell Westbrook. Eighth triple double. What? Bama averaging 31, 11, and 10. Ridiculous. Mike Connolly out here stealing money. Six to eight weeks out with a back fracture. Get him out of here. And they about this season about to go in the in the tank over them, over them next, over that stretch. Unless they, they get a backup point guard, like somebody that could be serviceable via a trade yeah. immediately. Well, when you pay a Bama $115 million, you expect that Bama to be... 150 A yeah, cyborg, yo. Yeah, 150 my bad. <laughs> That's a big they difference. Get, yeah. Dang, no. That's oh, crazy. They get it. Damn. Wow, that's crazy. 
told you your money's hanging That's crazy. I don't care. Your money's hanging. They gave that Bama two wow. Comedy Central <laughs> Dave Chappelle contract, dog. Three of them jumps. Back yeah. to back to back. Look, you know, you know he was about probably about to leave, but after when they threw that contract in his face, he was like, yeah. Yeah, I, this is my home. That Bama said <laughs> Memphis for life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that Bama about to own, he about to own the Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies after his career done. <laughs> They done gave this bad moment. He gave him startup money to own the Grizzlies. That's probably <laughs> worth more than their whole franchise right now. Exactly. Like it's close. Like three you know, of those contracts. No, y'all gassing. They, the Grizzlies <laughs> no. just sold years ago to like something. No, I would have just told him as soon as they said 150. Yeah. As soon as they said 150, I say, well, how about this, young? He give me 125. Nice yeah, give me 125 and just give me, you know, 15% stake in, in ownership with the, with the Grizzlies. They would have let him walk then if he'd asked for that. They'd let him walk. <laughs> they like, nah, bang, bang. nah, we could take the 150. You don't take it at all. But yeah. I think they got, you know, they got rules against stuff like that because I think they made Jordan give up his ownership just to come back and play um, uh, when he came back with the whip. They're not going to let him. Bama Jordan broke all the rules, though. That Bama broke yeah, all the rules. Definitely did. That Bama just went like to Bron, league office. Just, like just like Bron now, like, they got the sport like how I, I still don't understand how that works like like the sports agency because I mean I know it's I know uh you know Rich Paul is the actual agent of the whole joint but like mm-hmm. no Bron gotta have some stake yeah. in the actual agency I I, I just of course like yeah it just that joint just all man. types of conflicts of interest it's so many and you know what I'm saying but he's like they do it so I'm gonna do it too shoot mm-hmm. and trust me if you a college kid about to come out. And then bronze agency come up to you. Yeah. What you going? Yeah. Cause just for the chance to maybe even like practice and work out with the Batman dog, you going to take it in a heartbeat. Like, young, you represent Bron? Oh yeah, bet, bet. I want to be with y'all. And you getting the top athletes? It's a done deal. Right. right it's unfair right. teams right I there. I want winners. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm glad that Memphis, I mean, I, I kind of don't, they just, they always make the playoffs and don't do nothing. So I, I would, I would like to see like you know some new blood in there so this this stretch that Conley gonna be out maybe you know we could get like some other new team in there you know uh come play all like it's gonna kill them to the point where they can't make up the ground oh yeah they done they done the Mavericks they trash mm-hmm. they at the bottom of the west right now so I know Mark Cuban he blown because he done he went hamburger no cheese on Donald Trump and now he but they're jump crazy dog um Robert Griffin, though, he cleared for contact. Is he going to get the Browns one victory? I feel like if Robert Griffin comes back and get him one victory, then he might be safe for next year. He need to just retire. If he get one win with the Browns, the Bama just need to go right off into the sunset. Nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Look, I'm going to consider him making it through the entire game. An accommplishment. That's where I'm gonna start. You know what I'm saying? I'll progress from there. <laughs> yeah, Bama Duke got brittle bones, young. Yeah, he definitely got brittle bones. A story about this Bama that's not related to football. Like this, some people just got like the worst luck where they just need to go be away from everything just so something bad don't happen to him. He's one. Of oh those yeah. People, yeah, when they, when they, oh when this young and put up the Twitter, it's talking about somebody broke into their car. You saw that in the at, the, at the stadium. In yeah. the players' parking lot, like that's that was an inside job. That was an inside job right there. Yeah, that's crazy, dog. Yeah, he. I, I told you, I told the Batman young until he cut his wig piece. 
he gonna keep having these issues, young. That's what it go is. back to shape ups and fades, young. Stop with these <laughs> these these little these little uh, gel twist jumps he got in his way. Piece. He need to let him go, young. Let him go. Let what y'all what y'all think yeah. about uh you know in terms of players coming back like like how Kaepernick's been playing and his prospects for next year. I think he's been playing well. Like, yeah, he I'm good. surprised at how well he's played given the trash around him. Right. No, right. but you know, you know what, you know what Joe made me mad though. I'm just telling you, this this is the type of racist, racist society we live in. It's it's so crazy. You go on NFL network, you look at the stories, they got a story up on Kaepernick talking about don't get siced that Kaepernick played well in a loss. Like, That's right. You already know. Why are they doing this about Kaepernick? You know what I'm saying? Let's Maybe. do this about Kirk Cousins or somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? Who who really fought hard? The, the dude's playing with garbage. You know? right. He got a he got an empty water bottle as his as his wide receiver. Yeah. He got a a a, a, a old target bag as his as his tight end. Yeah. <laughs> his running back is is a, a piece of plastic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just right. it's. You can't expect but so much out of Kaepernick. He's been balling for real. You haven't heard uh, Chip Kelly say anything negative. Why are they like trying to discredit the man? Like, I, I just—they want him to go the way of the Vince Young, out the league and away. All, all, all these quarterbacks for the Browns. Uh, what's what's the um, Cody Kessler, Josh McCown? All these trash bammers then circled the whole wagon and they ain't got no W. And there ain't no story up online about them, but Kaepernick, because he want to rock a Fidel Castro and, and with Malcolm X and and talk out on social injustice and issues like that. Yeah. Now they just want to just target the man, like leave him alone. And people will probably listen, and be like, "Oh, you're race baiting. It's not about race." I'm like, yes, it is. It is. To me, it's it's clear, though. It's a bunch of people you could write a write a story about. Um, who've been playing well but not winning. Write a story about Aaron Rodgers. You know the story on Aaron Rodgers was? Don't count them out yet. That's the story that was on Aaron Rodgers. He did. He he. In fairness on him, it was like a lot of people talking about his like his leadership, like ability in the locker room and, you know, all that stuff. So that, that definitely was going on during this stretch as well. In addition to, like, people still not counting him out, but it was definitely... Like whether he's a leader and saying how, you know, that little State Farm commercial that he was in and he was like kind of uh, rallying the, the guys. Discount like, double check, Joe. Yeah, yeah, that Bama's was like, that ain't, that's that was him acting. Like that. that's not really how he is. So, I mean, I did hear them joints. Yeah, young. Him and Jay Cutler, they they probably related, dog, behind the scenes. <laughs> but he just he just better, dog. Got better weapons and stuff. It just has a little more of a a, a sound mindset. But they the same by him, in my opinion. Uh, let let's talk about your boy, young Jeff. Before we get into these games, and we and Aaron, you can get the the, the picks ready, um, the, the tally sheet ready, dog. Brock Osweiler. They need to write a story about this Bama, which they did actually. So I, I give them credit, NFL Network, uh, NFL.com for this. But young, your boy is struggling. Aaron, I know. Uh, I know, Jeff. Young. Have we seen enough? Have we seen enough, Jeff? Man, like I said, I maintain 
Like, first of all, he not my boy. He not my boy. Like, I, it's the whole joint where I used to be busting Aaron's chops about Case Kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Like, but let's just for the record. All I said is, I want to give him at least a year. Now and then, and and, and coming out next year. Like that's when I and it, and the answer might still be the same. I might be on the on the train with y'all. Like I might be saying, yeah. Like I mean, big fella, you trash, big Some garbage, you know. But I just want to give him his proper time because I feel as though like nowadays in in uh, the NFL, like everyone that's starting, whether you're a rookie right away or you're starting right away. They expect everybody to be good or be like that, but that's not the reality, and that's not the reality of life. We know everybody comes from different circumstances to rise up or you know become better or change their their situation. So all I said about him is I just want to give him time to really be like, yeah, nah, he's some garbage. That's it. If you if you the GM right now or you the head coach, do you consider benching him? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not. I mean. You benching yourself if you the GM though. Yeah, you can't. You're yeah, you can't right now. You can't right now because they're still what tied for the division lead, aren't they? If I'm not mistaken. Yes. So, they are. so like you know, and they just lost their first game at home. So I, I mean, at this point, you kind of like you can't you do stuck. it because you yeah you stuck. You gave up the money. You know, it's his. It's obviously his first whole season starting. So yeah, you stuck. I mean, you stuck. Bottom line. So right now, Oswald is on pace for 17 touchdowns and 18 INTs and 3,300 yards passing. Last year, with Hoyer, Mallet, Yates, and Whedon, they combined for 4,000 yards and 28 touchdowns and 12 picks. So four garbage bammers is better than one garbage bammer. You got duck feet, big fella. Get off the field. No, you just trash, big fella. One movie on the other so side sad. of the field, big fella. You suck. My issue with uh, Osweiler is I agree with Jeff that it takes time, for, especially for a quarterback, for you to be able to evaluate him. But usually when it comes to stuff like that, it comes to, like, decision-making or the game speeding up for him. The things that Brock's bad at, I don't think you improve at. Like, <laughs> he's he, he's not a good throw. He doesn't throw the ball well. Like, some half of the time he's throwing ducks, and it's just inaccurate the other half of the time. It just, to me, I don't know. I just can't see him getting so much, like, that much better at what his uh, weaknesses are. Trust me. The GM of the, of the Houston Texans, he in a... Uh, in the LA Fitness with him right now, in the back, throwing passes, trying to help this Batman get 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 his game right, dog. Cause it's a lot at stake, young. They probably eating dinner at his house on Saturdays and everything just to try to get his mind right. Cause it, it, it's bad. Yeah, um, I mean, the whole kill about the situation just to end it is just like, you know, I'm sure y'all have heard the reports that, uh, you know that. Uh, that he didn't even um what's the the coach's name? I'm drawing a blank on Bill O'Brien. Yeah, O'Brien that Bill O'Brien uh didn't even talk to uh Osweiler or meet with him at all before the signing. And so, he didn't work out either. Like yeah. they didn't even work him out. So that's that's like a classic case, like <laughs> a okay. fail. Yeah, of fail and basically what Jim Harbaugh didn't want at the 49ers. And he was like, you know, y'all button heads after what I did coaching and the how the franchise was before me. I'm out of here. And now they back to being some garbage. So, like, the fact that... 
because the fact that they that they that the GM would pull that move and not even consult with you know with Bill O'Brien when, in my estimation, like how how uh, tough that the Texans play and how they always compete, he's been the best head coach in that history, even over Kubiak. So mm. the fact that they would pull that type of moves is just just ridiculous. I don't know how that bows moving forward. Yeah, this is. I don't know, but they got 75 million reasons to figure it out. Um, so game Thursday, our first game on Thursday is the Dallas Cowboys against the Minnesota Vikings. Cowboys are favorite minus three and a half. Will they continue to win? Will this be 11 in a row? My what? goodness. Can't even believe I'm saying that. <laughs> yeah. I, I got, yeah, I got to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Even though they played last Thursday, so did Minnesota, right? Minnesota, no, they didn't play last Thursday. Minnesota played on Sunday. Um, I, Yeah, I, I'm going with Dallas. I feel like Dallas has had more time to recoup since they played last Thursday. And Minnesota just played, so they, they have the advantage, in my opinion. So I'm going with Dallas three and a half. I think the run ends this week. I'm going with the Vikings. Mm. Yeah, uh, Dallas, like I said, Dallas. Also, who won last week? Harold won last week. Okay, okay. Let's go, yeah. Let's go, I'm going to win this week, too, yeah. I'm going to game myself. We're going to do the overalls when we get to the end. Uh, Los bang, Angeles bang. Rams at the New England Patriots. Patriots did not cover the spread last, last week. But this week, they will mudhole Jeff Fisher in the Rams. Destroy. And Jared Goff. 13 and a half is generous, in my opinion. Should be 15 and a half or 20 and a half. I'm going with the New England Patriots. All right. Where's the game at? New England. Oh. It's probably going to be some weather, too. They about to destroy these boys. Yeah, I mean, like, my mind is telling me with no Gronk. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> with, uh, with with no Gronk again, like that the, that New England won't cover. I mean, that Brady just hasn't been looking the same. And maybe this is the start of him, like kind of, you know, falling a little bit. And Ben is hurt too. I forgot about that. But mm. I still, like you say, it's the Rams. It's Jeff Fisher. Like... <laughs> Yeah, and they in New England. Yeah, I, I'm going a, I'm to a pick New England, man. That's cute, man. Yeah, Ty Gurley's been pedestrian. Like, he hasn't even, like, oomph. Yeah, they, they done. Gone, man. They, I, I don't, ah. It's almost over. Five more games. Bruh. Mm. He'll just pull them pitches out. <laughs> and just be like, ah, ah, ah. When they try, they try. <laughs> Oh, you're going to see his name get taken off. They're going to be talking about it in the news. Like, yeah, Jeff Fisher might be getting fired. And then, but they re-upped his contract already. So he's not going nowhere, dog. He ain't going nowhere. Um, but LA will check out on you, though. They don't need football there. But nah, but he disrespect. Yeah, that's true, too. When them seats don't get filled. Moved. Yeah, they already yeah. moved, what, twice from that joint? Right, yeah. And they then, they, then they're going to they carry Eric Dickinson like that? 
Don't they know how many of their fan base is loyal to him just alone because he's made them relevant? I, I just, right. They tripping. Uh, Detroit Lions at the New Orleans Saints. Man, Saints man. are favorite minus five and a half. I'm going with the Detroit Lions. Yeah, Detroit for me as well. I like the Lions. Uh, Saints might win the game, but I don't think they're going to win by five and a half. Mm. Yeah, agreed. The Lions, all they play is close games. So, yeah, that, I don't got it. Uh, Philadelphia Bang, Eagles Bang. at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals have been railing. They just lost to Baltimore. Philadelphia Eagles played a tough game Monday night, but they lost to the Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Went started out looking like John Elway, but then quickly left a few Aaron passes out there that right now, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is on fire and the Green Bay office is on fire. And so all they needed was stops and they were able to get a few stops and that's how they were able to assert themselves. So I think Philadelphia bounces back in this game. I think they're a better team than Cincinnati Bengals. So I anticipate the Philadelphia Eagles winning minus two and a half. Where's this game? In Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm going to go. I know like they've lost a lot of pieces, but Philly... They they need a lot of pieces. Like and you can see that it's very evident. They start going in the toilet when Lane Johnson got suspended. And it kind of made everything else glaring as far as receivers and so on and so forth, running back. So I I think with that being said, Cincy at home can can win by a field goal. Yeah. No AJ, no Giovanni Bernard. So it was close to the game last week. They, were, they hung in there, no. Who you take out? You took the Eagles? Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles. All right, I got the Eagles too. All right. Houston, Texas bang, bang. at the Green Bay Packers. Packers are favorite minus four and a half. We already know who I'm going with in this game. <laughs> Green Bay Packers, four and a half. I think that's a clean sweep. I, I'm going to go ahead and uh, assume that for you, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, we're unanimous on that one. I ain't touching <laughs> Yeah, yeah it is. I, I think that that it's like, yeah, it's like when you pull the little, the little drain out of the tub and then the water just starts swirling down. <laughs> that's 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 the Houston Texans franchise right now with Brock Oswald at the helm. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs at bang, the bang. Atlanta Falcons. I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons. Actually, actually, yeah, nah. I'm, this is a tough one because I think the Chiefs play. They play these good teams tough. I'm going with Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs in this one to cover the spread. It's minus three and a half in favor of Atlanta Falcons. I, I think at home, I, I'm gonna go with Atlanta. You said it's in Atlanta. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm gonna go. Kansas City got defense, but I don't think that uh, Alex Smith can keep up with what Atlanta's gonna put up um, this week. So I'm going Atlanta. Okay. Miami bang, Dolphins bang. at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are favored minus three and a half. I don't know. Um, see, man, y'all know my rule. Like, <laughs> yeah, they starting to. They starting to ball out like for the first time that I almost could remember if it was like, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I gotta stick with I gotta stick with my rule, man. Ravens, Ravens minus three. 
I'm going with Miami. Even though I know they're going to let me down in my heart, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Dolphins. Ravens are the winningest trash team I've ever seen, but they just keep stacking Ws. I'm thinking it's going to end this week, but it probably won't. Bang, bang. <laughs> Denver Broncos at the Jacksonville Jaguars. We unanimous. Denver Broncos, minus five at Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I, I think we unanimous on that. Yeah. And y'all was mocking me last week. I hit on the 49ers and one of them other teams while y'all was laughing over there about my picks. <laughs> <laughs> Which 49ers one was it? Who they play? They played who again last week? The Dolphins, seven and a half. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Nah, he was, he, he called it. He called it. I, I feel like I picked that joint too, because you know I don't bet with the Dolphins, so, you know what I'm saying? Now nah, remember you you you, you uh, tossed your formula last week because of the 49ers, and then somebody's like, "Aaron, you know they haven't played close all year, other than that one game." Oh yeah, D said that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we unanimous on Denver Broncos. That's a mud hole over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, San Francisco. Bang, bang. Colin Kaepernick get his first at w. the Chicago Bears. Gets yeah. his first W of the year. I see it too, dog. I'm going with the 49ers plus the two and a half. And I think we're unanimous on this. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. We all picked the 49ers. <laughs> Say. Uh, Buffalo Bills at the Oakland Raiders. Mm. Raiders are favorite minus three. I think they get a, a get a rude awakening by the Buffalo Bills. This is an upset here. Yeah, I disagree. Raiders. Yeah, Oakland will keep the party going. It's Rex Ryan anyway. All right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the San Diego Chargers. Chargers are favorite minus four. I'm going with San Diego Chargers. Give me, give me Jameis and the boys. Them Bamas have been playing inspired. Since I seen that little Jameis Winston speech two weeks ago, these Bama's been playing like a whole new football team. Man, he's a leader, man. He is a leader. That that he has leadership qualities. I don't want to say unlike Kirk, but I mean we I just want to say it's about, different. We watch, we watch Jameis on, on that national scale though. Obviously, and me being a Seminoles fan, I watched it closely. You know, so I, I, it's different you know everybody doesn't come from it's where it's glaring where you were on the national stage so I mean in, fa- in fairness true true but he has that it factor though yeah. he got it he definitely got that for sure but um <laughs> I'm going with San Diego I think Mike McCoy he, he just out coaches um Carter Cutter in this gym. So I think it comes down to coaching. I think San Diego win by seven. Uh, Washington Redskins at the Arizona Cardinals. Wait, wait, wait. How are the Cardinals favored in this game? This is Vegas. This is Vegas got their hands all over this. Yeah. (laughs) Arizona Cardinals is not a better team than the Washington Redskins. So we know that. So the fact that we know that and they're still favored. What's the spread? 
two and a half. So typically they say the home team gets three three minus three for yeah. being at home. Typically. So Correct. so they, so basically they're saying in their mind that they think they're close to even. Because what's what's uh the Cardinals record? Is it like four and six? Five and six. Yeah, they got four wins. Four yeah, probably four. So probably four and six. Yeah, versus what's the risk? It's six, four, and one. So I mean in a, I don't know, just in a much tougher division in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I mean Yeah, they yeah, four six and one. Six. Yeah. Yeah. We six four and one. Yeah, so they they basically saying you splitting heads because it's not even a full three. You know, with them being at home. Well, I'm going with the Washington Redskins in this game. They lost to the Rams too. Hey, get, get these niggas out of here. I'm not touching card. Yes. I'm going with the skins. Got to be unanimous on this. Yeah, skins. New bang, York bang. Giants at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers favorite minus six. Hell no. Disrespecting <laughs> the Giants here. I know the Giants beat up pretty. I mean, the Steelers beat up pretty bad on an Andrew Luckless team, but they ain't that good. If they I was ain't a bet minus man, six. this is the week to bet. If you're a person who put money on football, this is the week. To... I'm going it's with the Giants. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going with the Giants too. That like Steelers defense is suspect, and the Giants. I think. Yeah, with Odell, like they just getting warmed up. Odell starting to like form in the, you know that for that stretch run. So yeah. I mean, I'm going with the Giants. Yeah, we're unanimous on that. All right, Carolina Panthers at Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks favorite minus six and a half. I got I got them covering with the bounce back at home. Off last week's uh, zero touchdown performance. Uh, I'm going with Carolina. Yeah, I'm going with Carolina. Six and a half is a lot. Yeah. For a team that didn't score a touchdown. Uh, In the Monday night game, the Monday night cap, the Indianapolis Colts at the New York Jets. Colts are favorite minus one. We unanimous. Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, they, they gotta find a this the primetime games this year have been some of the worst I've seen in the history some of the worst football. Mm-hmm. They gotta be they able talking to flex about, out. They gotta flex them. And they talking about maybe maybe doing away with the Thursday night games, which I wouldn't even be opposed to except for Thanksgiving. But I just I just think they're over, they're oversaturating football. Like, you know, it's just Give me that like anticipation, like you know, just like oh, yeah, football coming back. But this don't come on every night. Right. Y'all like it? I don't complain. Sit right here. Like a sitcom, though. But then, but when the games is trash, though, I'm trash. I'll trash. watch them anyway. You do? I do. I watch them anyway too. <laughs> I, had, I, I I had to like pretty much like I'm pretty close to retiring from Thursday night minus certain <laughs> matchups. Like, like I'm gonna watch this week, but like I'm I I, I find myself disappointed all the time because the Thursday night games are the most trash games of all of the all trash, of the weeks. You know, and it seemed like Jaguars play like three or four times a year on Thursday. It's terrible, yeah. young. This is 
this is a big week for fan. This is the last week of regular season for fantasy. So there's a lot of lot of lot of fantasy decisions going down this week. You know, I, just get your mind right. I, I don't even got no advice for nobody out there. I got so much at stake in fantasy is ridiculous. So I'm just. <laughs> Let me make it through, and then I can tell y'all what to do next week. That's what I have about how we gonna carry it. Uh, anything else, man? Anything else? Y'all got anything else? Nah, well, mm, I don't know about all that though. Other than that, man, I'm just chilling. If you uh, please follow us at BLK Sports 980. Uh, um. Yeah, man. Talk to us. Send us tweets, IG, all that good stuff. And we out. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak. How does that feel? How does that feel?